Yo. What up? What up? Yo. What up, man? Dude. Episode 20. 20. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 20, and we are over 1,100 uh, streams. Yeah. Oh. Shout out to you guys, man. Okay. And, and we did... Uh, we we missed a week last week. Uh, we did do it, and 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 you guys will hear the other episode as well. Um, but but we're back. We're back on it. Uh, for those of you who are first time listeners, uh, he's Juan. I'm Sean. And every week we get together and just talk about all kind of things. Try to focus on things that have made an impact. Um, you know, in our world, whether it's a good, bad, or otherwise. And uh, today we got a little. 2017 blacksmith over there drinking a little bit of wine today red wine yeah, it's good i got it from um wine text that wine text thing is pretty good it's kind of nice man especially when you haven't tried stuff like, yeah it's it's awesome because perfect. i said it's just like i normally go by their, their little point system and if it's anything over in like 90 and if it's under 20 dollars, and if it's red those are like my three criteria. <laughs> like yeah, wine text, hit us up, man. We, be a, we, <laughs> <laughs> we push wine text on here so much. <laughs> so, yo, man, my uh, carbon footprint of the week um, goes out to Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, or, or better known as the notorious RBG. Yo, yo, yo. Baby, baby. Um, no, man, she, she was, uh, I think, I guess she was, she was just known for being a, a, a champion of gender e- equality. Um, she kind of fought her way up through a, through a time. Um, she was a lawyer, right? Um, fought her way up through a time when it was really a male-dominated um, field, which it may still be. But back then, when she was in it, I mean, she was, what, 87? She died in 87. Yeah, so she's been at it for a long time. Um, she became as a uh, Supreme Court justice in the 90s and, and was did that for 27 years. Um, so and actually, man, her, her husband died, I think, in 2010. Okay. And so even after that, which is funny, man, her husband was also a lawyer. And, oh, okay. Yeah. And it was like as they were coming up, um, he was also like a really bright guy. Right. So everybody was like, oh, man, like, you know, like, like looking at him going like he's going to be the one. And then as their careers went on, he ended up taking the back seat. So she could flourish. So she can flourish. Yeah. Because he went to war. I remember that. And Is she that right? had to kind of like, they had a kid. Uh, and then he went off to war. I think, uh, gosh, I'm going to get this wrong, man. Uh, Vietnam? Korean war? It was in the 50s, which everyone was in uh, the 50s. Yeah. I think Korean war. That's Korea, yeah. And then, um, so she took time off, had a baby, and then went to Harvard Law. Oh, wow. That's wild, man. Yeah, and, I, you know, I think she was been like a big inspiration just to women in general, right, For as a, as a woman that, that did it all, right? You know, mother, you know, mother, wife, career woman, and then, and then went to really to the top of her field. Yeah, yeah, went as high as you could possibly go in law, right? Supreme Court justice, I'm going to assume, is the Mount Rushmore of law. I would imagine so. I would think so, right? That's uh, that's the highest position you could possibly obtain, um, unless you have presidential aspirations, I guess. But if you want to stay within the law field, um, it would be that. Um, but yeah, man, what a crazy life! I started reading um, kind of all her, you know, like that's how I found out about her uh, having the baby first, and then going to Harvard and thinking like, wow, man, you have a kid. You're one of the few women, and you're like ten. She's like one of ten women in a class of five hundred. Uh, wow. Her Harvard Law class uh, couldn't get a job initially and then only got a job because someone, a professor, was recommending her. And the firm is like, no, 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 no. Who else you got? And they refused to give them anyone else. 
they're like, you have to like employ this woman. Couldn't get a job. Winds up getting some kind of, um, I don't want to say internship, but basically like a uh, kind of like a research um, gig in Sweden of all places. Oh, Both wow. in Sweden does that and then comes back and then finally lands a job here. But uh, yeah, she was monumental in getting a lot of things, I think, uh, passed and except for women's rights and, and equality and all that stuff. So uh, shout out to her, man. She had literally a trailblazer and literally left her carbon footprint. So uh, RBG. Absolutely, absolutely RBG. And our Brooklyn native. Yep. Yeah, Brooklyn. So shout out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. She, she earned that notorious. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. I remember going to raise our glass yeah, yeah. to the notorious RBG. I like how her body was still warm, and they're like, all right, who who we're going to replace her with? <laughs> I know. So how does that, I mean, I know when Barack was in office, right, a similar thing happened. Yeah, somebody And died. then they were like, oh, you can't pick it because your term is coming to an end. Yeah. But his was like eight, nine months out. It wasn't like 45 days or wherever we are out. His no, was but, like no, but beginning we're not. of the year. No, but we're not, right? We, he's, Trump is to the end of the year. Correct, but I think what they're saying is till election time. Till election time. Yeah, it's like 40-some days where Barack's was like eight or nine months pre-election. And I don't know what the rule is. To be honest with you, man, I, I don't – I understand them wanting to put it in because politically it makes sense, right? Like if you hold that position, the the right political move is to get someone in there as soon as possible that you appoint because right. it helps your political party, right? And unfortunately for us is the system that we have set up in politics, it's – it's not a together thing. It's a red team versus blue team. And dude, I, that's I how it works. So. I don't know if I've seen more like the, the whole red team, blue team thing more so than right now. Where it's, where it's almost like they're just doing things to spite each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, man. And, and, and you know, you hoping it's, it's, you know, every president that comes in always talks to the, the, the oh, I'm going to bring everybody together. That's usually their thing. Right. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't. I don't remember if, if Trump did that or not. I kind of. I kind of felt like when Trump did it, he was a little devi- divisive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, whatever. That's 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 my opinion. Yeah, man. But speaking of Trump, did you see his? Uh, did you see he got a letter this week? Yeah, <laughs> that didn't get delivered because people do their jobs. <laughs> Dude, so I was. I've heard of the whole. So, and those of you who have not read. Um, there was a letter that contained ricin that went over to that that went to Trump. Um, obviously, his mail is is heavily scrutinized, right? Is uh, or heavily checked. Oh, yeah, um, he's yeah. got people for that, and they did their job and they did it well, and they and they caught this uh, this envelope that that contained ricin. So, um, I've always heard of it, but I've never really looked into what ricin does. Yeah, and so apparently. I mean, it causes a, a lot of um, like things like uh, nausea, vomiting, um, internal bleeding, failure of the liver, spleen, kidneys, and even eventually death. And the, is it guaranteed eventual death, or is it just like this discomfort? Know, and if it's a, enough of a dosage, well, they're saying the dose. Well, the dosage does count, but a dosage the size the size of a pinhead is enough to kill a, a kill an adult. Ooh. Because so, you started saying nausea, I'm like, they're trying to give this guy morning sickness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought we was trying to murder, and these guys are trying to give him. Dude, uh, you, you figure that has to happen to every president every day. I figured someone tries to kill the president on a daily basis. Few people. I'd be yeah, really maybe. curious to see if anybody's a Secret Service agent, you're retired, and you don't mind uh, <laughs> giving us like. Uh, so. Yeah, like how much? How many? How many things do we not hear about? I have to assume, dude, that the Secret Service stops 
and and uh, there's probably like threats that people are never really gonna take out, right? So there's those, right? But I would, I, I almost guarantee, man, daily there's at least one threat to the president's life. There has to be. Um, I thought Barack like is a, probably pretty high, and like I bet you Trump is pretty high too. I happen to know on a kind of firsthand basis that uh, one of Trump's um, he's very paranoid about getting assassinated, like very paranoid to the point where there are certain things that he won't allow around him because the noises will scare him into thinking something's happening. Um, and so can he, you blame him? No, not I mean, at all. Not right? at all. Like, Listen, if I was in his shoes, too, uh, I would be super paranoid to, to like, yeah, again, I, I, like you hold that office. I still don't understand why anybody wants that office. Like it's it sucks. Well, clearly no one does. You got to be, you know, <laughs> 70 plus years old. To, to, they just I mean, don't know any better. Right. <laughs> they just go. Well, I've already I've already been there, done that. Might as well try my hand at this thing. Like, Joe, come on. We're going to the museum. <laughs> He's like, let me go from for... Dude, did you see your boy Joe this week? Oh, my God, man. <laughs> I, didn't, he, I didn't hear him. He killed off about 52% of Americans <laughs> in one speech. He killed off. <laughs> Dude, so he goes in, his, in, the, in one of his speeches. He says, uh, he goes, by the time I'm done with this speech, 200 million Americans are going are gonna to be dead from COVID. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I looked at my watch, and I'm like, are we still in 2020? <laughs> Joe knew the rapture was coming. He didn't <laughs> tell nobody. I thought it was 200K. Damn. Yeah, so he, I mean, he blundered up that one, man. You know, it it just, man, like we talked about a couple yeah, weeks man. ago, man. They're just going to have so much stuff on this guy, and, God. you know. You're voting for Kamala. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to assume that that's what this, you have to go into this going, I'm either anti-Trump, this hardcore, or I'm pro-Kamala, like, does he make it a full four years before he's not deemed mentally incapacitated? And this is all speculation, right? Maybe it's he's absolutely fine. maybe is, Joe right? playing like, possum till the well, till you the know debate. What? <laughs> Remember that he had a he had a stuttering problem when he was younger, and so there's a, there, there's been some speculation where they're going, ah, you know what? Maybe you know maybe it's sort of a, almost like a nervousness. But I'm like, man, there's been so much. Somebody put a quote on there, and and our social media is the worst place. He's <laughs> the worst place. But somebody put like a, um, I don't know, maybe about a six sentence thing, of it was like a quote of his. Okay. It made absolutely no sense. But then I mean, Trump had <laughs> neither, those. Like, yeah, Trump had Trump's, those too. Did we know whose it really was? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, listen, and and we talked about this before too, man. Where it's like. I don't want to be president, right? And you don't want me to be president. No. But, damn, we can come up with two better people Nobody wants that job. This. Nobody uh. smart wants that job. I, I'm convinced that no one's... It doesn't pay enough, right? It's like $300,000. That's not enough money for the for what you have to endure and put up with. Um, it's a thankless task. I don't care how good you are at it. 50% of the people hate you right out of the gate. Um and then for the rest of your life, you never live a normal life again. You can't. And while that sounds romantic, I think, to some people, right? Like, oh, you have all this power. You have all this stuff. But then after that, it's like, I can't go see a movie. I can't yeah. I can't walk in the mall. I can't take a walk down the street. I can't go to the gym. I can't do all this stuff. And you're sacrificing that for not even a greater good because 50% of the people hate you anyway. So then it's like, why? Why so, would you even want that job? So are you a narcissist? If you want to, you be have to be. You absolutely have to be. Have to be, to be you, like I think you have to a be a sociopath bit, for sure. You have to be some kind of sociopath to a to get there. You have to be that big, right? You have to be so 
um, remarkably selfish and self-centered. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I think there are people who make it to certain levels in life. Um, you know, you're a CEO of a Fortune 500. You're, you know, whatever. Like, there's certain sacrifices you make on the way there that you have to make. I don't care. There's no such thing as like a work-life balance if you run Disney. I'm sorry. Like, there just isn't, right? So uh, I think that's one of those gigs that's like that, right? If you end up being uh, a politician who ends up being president of the United States of America, like you, there's no work-life balance. Like, oh, hey, yeah, I got to, you know, my job's great because I get to be home for dinner every night or whatever. Like, that doesn't exist, right? You are so self-absorbed and so career-oriented, I think, in those moments. And maybe that's what pushes you to get to that level, but... I just I think this is why now you can only get 70 something year olds to do it because they're like on the tail end of their life. So they're like, like, what am I? You know, like you look at someone like Mark Cuban, who used to say like zero chance. And I think Mark Cuban's going like maybe. But Mark Cuban's starting to get closer to that 60 (laughs) and then he'll eventually do it. And and I think someone like Mark Cuban is smart enough that he'll do it. Um, What I would love to see is a point where we get someone who's middle. And I think Joe Biden is kind of middle. He's more middle than than far left or whatever. Or, or but uh, I would love to get to the point where depends we get on who you ask. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true too. But someone like The Rock, right? Like who they right. we, we joke all the time, and they used to say, "I don't want that guy running my country." But at this point, we've already had a celebrity in chief. Why not have another one? Like the it's just weird. I don't want to hey, sound politics too. Ronald Reagan was an actor. That's true. But I, so I think because you don't know, always compare politics to like sports, right? Like we're we're super unreasonable. And we're we're either pro red or pro blue or what you know whatever we are, um, but it's weird because it's 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 worse than sports because your job as a politician right is to look out for the people and do what's in the best interest of the people. Yeah, you're a public servant. You're exactly. And what we've done is we've created this system where they get divided and they're incentivized to play for their team, not for the people. Right. And so it's even worse because in sports you you are at least incentivized to to. Uh, your whole the motive there is to play for your team right politics shouldn't be that the whole point of a public servant should be i have to do right by the people not do right just by the people who are on my team so it's such a bizarre system man that i uh i used to think we'll never see it go down i'm starting to think like the fact that you can't get anyone under 70 something to run for this office or at least get in there you know like you had some people like andrew yang who i think is really smart um you know, you had Tulsi Gabbard, who I thought was pretty smart. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah, who, who I think maybe these people are the next coming kind of who will step in. But you don't get a whole lot of people right now going like, I want to be president of the United States when I grow up. Because I think it's a, it's A, you're going to make a lot more money doing anything else. And B, it's like, why do I want half of the world to hate me? Unless you're like a super narcissist and you want the power. Um, I So I can see it getting to the point, I think, with this current generation that doesn't really subscribe to the, to the labels, quote unquote. The maybe... Before the end of our lifetime, we'll see a president emerge that isn't from one of the major parties. Yeah, maybe. Or, or have someone emerge that's just, you know, maybe is from one of the major parties, but, but, but is going. You know what? We need to get back to the roots. Yep. And and not this. You know, I'm. It's blue against red. Yeah. Well, even Trump was a Democrat for most of his public life. I think he definitely supported the Clintons back in the right. days. But who knows? You know, like is that. The Clintons are a very powerful yeah, family, course, right? Yeah. So was that was that part partially careful, careful what you say, right. bro? I need you next week. Was that partially a play to you know to benefit his businesses? You know, perhaps, right? Sure. Yeah, New York. You got the New York senator yep. and Hillary. Yeah, of course. And you know, he's been on record saying like, "Oh, if I ever run, I'll run as a Republican because those people are too." St-. You know, like he's got all these quotes that. But I do think that I don't blame him for that. Like I'd run with the most. Uh, uh, 
the one that benefits me the most, right? Like if I could run, yeah. well, why wouldn't you, right? Like you're going to go for the one that's going to get you in the easiest. But yeah, man, do you see, um, so, you know, he was trying to force the sale of the TikTok thing. Yeah. So, so on the 20th, I go on TikTok because I'm just yeah. curious and I see that there's it's like, still there. it's still there. People still dancing. Yep. And, and so there was like this, this message from, it's one of the executives at TikTok that's basically saying, Hey, we're working with like an American company to try to, you know, keep the platform and keep you guys sending in videos and just a very, very positive thing. Just saying like, Hey, don't, don't worry. TikTok's not going away right now, but I didn't see the, any of the, um, um, the specifics. So they extended the, the deadline for the deal because remember he said, oh, by Sunday, you can't download WeChat and you can't download TikTok. Okay. This is going to blow up. I don't... Again, man, there's so much nuance to this uh, and maybe I'm not smart enough to pick up all the pieces, but first of all, you can't... We're in a, a country established on the whole freedom of speech and freedom of stuff and I guess you're you're kind of dismantling this behind the guise of of uh, national security and i'm not saying that that can't be the case right maybe maybe that's legitimate um the guys who operate tiktok have been adamant that there's their data and all that lives outside of china uh, and so that the chinese don't have jurisdiction to their data whatever xyz i, I don't know like Ooh, people can get anything whenever they want to if you're powerful enough right so i i take that with a grain of salt um and but i don't think dude if you're the guy who owns tiktok or you're the chinese government right and you kind of oversee the guys that run tiktok I'm not letting you sell to an American company, oh, which is exactly not. what's happening now. They're not selling. They're selling the U.S. operations portion, and they're op and they're uh, partnering with Walmart. So there goes the quality of TikTok. And then they're <laughs> <laughs> something. There'll be lower up. prices. Yeah, there'll be rollback. Oops, is <laughs> already at zero. <laughs> and Oracle, <laughs> and it's like they only own. Uh, it's like twenty percent of operating and but they get four board chairs out of the five or six or something like that it's like the proposed this is proposed this is not official but right right and, and for those who don't know it works like the more board seats you have obviously the more influence you have over the decisions of the company the, one of the board chairs or the one that's not walmart or oracle controlled is the ceo of uh bike dance who bike dance is a chinese company that owns tiktok okay so that supposedly is the proposed deal right now it hasn't closed it will but i had me thinking so what happens if China, like, like, so to me, the small mindedness of this whole thing uh, of the pettiness of this all is, and you know, I love to be petty, but the, um, what happens if China decides like, all right, we're going to do the same thing and we're now going to start banning American products. Right. And so you go, we're not going to let Tesla sell cars here because these cars could be potentially always listening and they but collect data. They, but don't they do that already? I mean, we, they, the, the Chinese folks can't get on Google they can't get on Facebook and they probably do. other things as well. Those are the two that I know. Of. They do, but they also buy over $200 billion a year worth of goods from the U.S. So if China just decided, and obviously there's all these IP issues of China and stuff all the time too, where they can just kind of make their own stuff. They get a lot of um, like baby products from the U.S., cosmetics, things like that. If they just decided, all right, we're just going to, we can't do a national security thing. Maybe we'll ban Tesla, which Tesla finally just got in. Maybe we'll say, say they're in there, right? Aren't they? They are, they, but they, maybe you go, no, we don't like the idea that you're, these cars are, you know, they're smart cars essentially and they're collecting data. So, we're, you know what, Tesla, you can't operate here anymore unless you sell your Tesla operations to a Chinese uh, company. Okay, just come and then you the go and any other American company, which they kind of do that already. So, if you've ever done business in China, you do have to get in bed, sort of to say, with a Chinese company in order to be there in the first place. But there is also stuff that we that they import from the U.S. So, it, can you imagine if they said, 
don't know, we're just not going to import anything anymore. Or maybe you cut 25%. That's $50 billion. Say 25% of the stuff imports, we're just going to figure out a way to make it here. We're going to go get it somewhere else. The hit on the American economy on something like that is massive. And so, and I'm going to assume that the people in office right now are a lot smarter than I am and that they've thought these things through, right? Like that they go, hey, we're going to ban this. But if you're like the Chinese government, like what makes you think like, oh man, we lost TikTok. Like, all right, guys, let's go. Like they're going to figure out a way to retaliate, right? Whether it's through um, sanctions or, or, or tariffs or, you know, whatever it is, but you go, you don't do this move and not get hit back with something. So what's that something yeah. And then who suffers for that something, right? Because it's never the people in power. It's always the people, right? Like the people are the ones who are going to pay the higher tariffs. Like when, when when China raises tariffs on the U.S. and you have to pay more now to get your iPhone, right? Like we have to pay that. Apple doesn't go, oh, it sucks. I have to pay 25 now right. instead of 20. Like they're just going to pass that on to the price of the consumer. Right? Let's stop buying Apple. Yeah. <laughs> get a Samsung, y'all. <laughs> stop buying tech named after fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. I, yeah, again, yeah, I don't I know, know. That's smart you know, enough. We man. had the they had the thing where they where they um, right they they closed down the the Chinese consulate, and then and then they closed down something on uh, yeah. U.S. consulate on their side. So yeah, we'll see if what is tit for tat shit you know ends. This is petty season. I li- listen. I again, I'm going to assume that there's a lot of stuff and there's a lot of nuance to this going on behind closed doors that we don't know about. That makes all of this stuff make sense. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you, the funny thing is, uh, not only are we pissing off like foreigners, but we're doing it internally as well. So I don't know if you saw, we got a uh, New York, Seattle, and um, Portland have been considered anarchist jurisdictions. And so the White House, like the budget office, is now looking for how to defund these cities. Um, because they're put so, on this list. So what does that mean? What does that mean when a city gets defunded? I guess that any federal funds, they will not direct any federal funds to the... So nothing. Um, or not nothing, because, again, the defund do, usually right. means I'm going to give you less. Right. I don't know how that works, how that whole system works, but apparently the White House mean, is looking into that. Or does it mean it, it gets, you know, again, like, like, the, like the defund the police, right? That doesn't mean take money away from... That doesn't mean to take all the money from the police, but it goes... Take some money away from that and then invest it into education or invest it into, you know, mental health. So now you take money out of New York City and you put it into Hoboken and you make them a, I don't know, a more prominent. I don't know what you do. But you just mentioned three major cities. What's the GDP for those three cities? New York, I'm going to assume New York could be its own country (laughs) and the economy uh, uh, New York will be just fine if it decided to uh, emancipate. And honestly, man, Seattle, if you look at Seattle, how much trade goes through these Washington ports? And then how much uh, tech, the tech that's is based is out huge. of Seattle or Redwood or, you know, like in that area? No, no, but right. So you got like in that area, you got you got Microsoft. Mm-hmm. You have Starbucks. Yep. You have Amazon. Boeing. Boeing. That's right. National Defense. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lockheed Martin. Which Lockheed is in several places, but I think that's their. But that's their main. That's hub, their main, right? Which yep. again, national defense. Um, dude, there's a lot of major corporations yeah, dude, based like, out of that, and maybe not Seattle specifically, but the surrounding cities. But if you don't think that network is all one, and those guys will figure out, like, oh, okay, so do you go, hey, cool, make us our own country then within, like a DC, except we don't want federal funds. Dude, what? Is, so, 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 what would happen if like? Let's say the the major 
let's not, not even all, but let's say some of the major cities, right, um, would sort of defect. I mean, I wonder what kind of impact that would have on on the country because you got like middle middle America that 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 goes, oh, you know, screw those city slickers, right? Yeah, we like, don't care. We don't care. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, man, like those cities produce so much money. Yeah. And the middle America thing is tricky, right? Because they contribute so little to the overall kind of um yeah just look look at the the electoral votes correct and but they do get a say like you can't elect the president without winning those like they're they're weighed heavily that not really middle. well they look at like an Iowa or go look at the electoral votes in Iowa yeah, or or like North Dakota what I was considered like a swing which I guess it's a swing because it's not a red or blue or it's a, it's one of those like states that can go either way in any given year I just like the middle America thing and I listen and and this is no offense to you guys in middle America they just don't matter right like when we make decisions as a yes, country the <laughs> <laughs> we make decisions based on the coast and it isn't if you look at the coast, that's where all the wealth and all the technology and the smart people live. And, you know, like, and that's not to say that there isn't smart people in Kansas. Probably not that many. Uh, I'm going to assume or, they were all the people not booing. Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. No, they all work for step, Walmart. Step your game up. Yeah. What did we say they were? 47. Something then. In education. Yeah. So uh, it's just weird to me that like the middle, of the, the middle of the country is like this forgotten place of like they don't contribute much. So if you go, okay, so if you're left, like, okay, New York, Seattle, and Portland gets a defect. And then you go, all right, cool, Kansas City, hold this down for America. Like, St. Louis, you're up. <laughs> like, when was the last time you heard someone say, like, I'm going to St. Louis on vacay? Not, never. Not, never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just weird, man. Like, uh, and again, this won't, this, this is like the current environment, uh, depending on what happens November 3rd. Um, Right, this all goes away, or we go down this rabbit hole, and either way, it's going to be a fascinating thing to see. Like watch play out. Yeah, I did not. I did not hear that. Is there is there like a like a date on that? I so I don't know because uh, this is again this administration. Party, so, it's a threat. Yeah, exactly. And there's so many like uh, this administration is so bipolar. Like, and things come out daily that you just don't know what to believe anymore. They also tried to sell Puerto Rico right after the like the the storms and all that. So who knows, man? But then you know Puerto Rico is funded this week with like a few billion dollars to rebuild. Dude, it. did you see that? I think somebody realized that they get the vote. <laughs> Like all those displaced Puerto Ricans moved to the U.S. like to to regular territories, and they went. Oh wait, they get a vote. All right, hold on. Listen, those guys don't have water. That's Listen, a damn shame. Call, call Elon. Yeah. Tell him to bring all those power packs what? down there. We need every tile Elon has. Those those poor Puerto Ricans. They're still in the dark. It's been four years. Make make sure the polling machines work. <laughs> So I don't think you can vote in Puerto Rico, but you can certainly all those people who left Puerto Rico who flee are all probably they're all in Orlando and Kissimmee. But <laughs> I'm not sure the rest of the country got hit with something. They're my too. neighbors. Yeah, they're all here. But they get the vote now. Yeah. So they're gonna remember that uh you know they were getting tossed paper towels, thank goodness for that. <laughs> so, you know, um I think uh, while we're on the topic of like uh, uh, these weird countries and these national security things, so have you seen this Amazon sidewalk thing, man? Amazon sidewalk, no. no. So Amazon is trying to build this web of like, uh, again, for lack of a better term, I'm going to call it Wi-Fi, like everywhere. Okay. And so the premise is, is that they can take devices that we own personally. So let's say you have a ring camera outside of your home. 
what they're basically going to be able to do is take a little bit of bandwidth from yours and then they're going to connect it with your neighbors. And and it's all these, it's like this collection of devices, all kind of Amazon centric devices. I think it's like Ring and these Blinks and all this stuff and essentially build a Wi-Fi network outside on a sidewalk. So if you left your house and you're outside of your house, you'll be able to get Wi-Fi, depending on how good your Wi-Fi is, that either does or doesn't happen now anyway, right? But the idea is that you could be walking down the street and then pick up Wi-Fi at any time, any place. Um, so it's like a worldwide and they're going to basically use it building a network of already existing devices that people already have out there. And they're going to say, hey, we're going to assume if you have a ring, you won't mind sharing, you know, a fraction of your bandwidth, you know, as long as it doesn't impact your performance. And we're going to use that bandwidth then to connect all of these devices together and basically create this massive web. That's a hell of a carbon footprint. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Dude, wondering when all the security things are going to come out about I, this. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, like there's a lot of, okay, so now you take from me. So then at some level, do you not have access, you know, to my network, to I, my to my home network? They have laid out the entire, and it will probably make more sense to you. Um, they have laid out a whole kind of thing on their website about here's the security measures, here's all this stuff. And um, I don't understand any of it, man, but... I think you probably would. But um, according to them, you know, supposedly safe like anything else. But like anything else, it's going to get hacked <laughs> at some point in time or. Right. It I just mean, makes you more vulnerable. And you want to talk about tracking. Right. Like and I'm one of those people. I don't care if the government's watching me. Listen, man, if you want to watch me at home, like scratching my sack, watching Monday Night Football, like that's all on you. Like, I don't care. But, but I'm not even so concerned about that. Like, how is this different than, say, like what Elon's doing with the with the Skylink? Um, right, so that that's basically going to be giving internet to anyone. I, I think it's just another form on top of that. I don't think they're looking to replace anything. I think they're looking to like supplement because there are other um, companies I can't think of the name that do this already. So and, and, and to a certain degree, maybe not using your own devices, but that have these type of networks set up yeah. using kind of public infrastructure. Um, they are basically saying like the goal is I guess between them and everyone else is that you get to cover the earth. Right. So Elon can only cover X amount. Facebook is doing something similar. They've launched a bunch of satellites to get uh, Internet to certain parts of the world. They basically want to make Internet almost like a basic necessity. Is yeah. I know that's Facebook's goal, yeah. which I would argue, listen, water and electricity still aren't a basic necessity. And we can go down that rabbit holes and maybe they should be, but they're not. So you know what's before funny, you man. do that, can you make water and, yeah, and electricity true. in most places like a basic necessity? You know, what's funny, man. I never I didn't realize until in the last say, six months. All the people, even even in my general vicinity, that don't have internet and don't have computers in their house, and it was it was made apparent to me when when the kids started doing the the school from home. Um, now I'm in technology for my for my work, right? And so in my, my house, there is no shortage of of computers, laptops for for everybody in the household. Um, but you know, sometimes when you when you when you have that. You automatically think that everybody lives like this and everybody has that. And then, you know, come to find out that that, that wasn't the case. And, and I saw a lot of companies step up and uh, and go, you know, we're going to give, you know, free Wi-Fi, you know, for this for this particular time frame to to help students. And it just got me thinking, like, man, as as, as this pandemic um, progresses, because we still it feels like we still haven't gotten to the pinnacle. And, and, and is on the way down yet. Uh, how many other companies are going to step up 
to actually to actually do something something about this and this sounds like something that could actually help with that right if it, if it would do that then you go okay well there's there's one piece you still got to get laptops or devices out to the to the students yeah um but there are i don't think there's any shortage of of affordable you know like mobile devices no and i think um to your point uh at least here in, in orlando a lot of schools are giving out the devices and then i also know of schools that are giving out the hotspots for kids that don't have because that was the same way i didn't realize that was a thing um and yeah when this pandemic hit you started seeing kind of more and more and you're like oh wow i hadn't think about you know you take it for granted right because you have it and like you said you have so much of it right like there's an abundance of tech and all that in our houses that we just assume everyone has it that way and um and so you do almost start to take for granted that like no there's a lot of people who don't have that i remember when the virtual thing started and there was all this um talk about people not having access to um devices or the internet and i was kind of shocked and then and i don't know why i was shocked but like it caught me off guard initially but then being you know i'm, I'm on the board here for like an organ a non-profit that this comes up a lot that kids hang out at at this particular um uh place because they get to do their homework and stuff there and do their because that's wi-fi because that's wi-fi and, and what is it so, is it like a store is it like a no shop the, is the, the why it? so it's basically oh, okay. so with the why a lot of kids go there to have like a teen center yeah and um, a lot of them use that because they don't have Wi-Fi at home. And so they go there to do homework. They go there to study. You kind of incentivize them. Like, hey, if you do X amount of time, then we'll let you use kind of the Y gym and stuff, basketball to get something out. So oh, you basically okay. go like, hey, if you do this academic kind of piece here, we'll reward you with some time here in the gym. So it keeps the, these kids out of trouble. How does the Y pay for that? Is that all through donations? Is that, what is that? Yeah, it's most it's it's mostly donations. And then the other Ys that are profitable, that are in areas that, um, that are profitable, then they donate a percentage of their profits to kind of maintain this particular Y. Um, but a lot of it is is um, is through donations. Um, at least the why that I'm on the board of is strictly donations. Like the the uh, or a lot of it is donations, and then the percentage of, of revenue share, I guess, essentially is what it would be okay. called. So they they um, they they essentially share revenue. All these um, profitable why share percentage of the revenue to these why's that are in areas that are um, kind of like a higher need areas, but maybe they're not as profitable. So they all kind of share between these why's that are typically right in bad neighborhoods or, or, or worse parts of town. And so that's where the need is greater. Yep. And so these kids kind of you know they, they go, but yeah. They go there, and this has been something I've you know I've been here for years, and I don't know why. I just didn't register when the pandemic hit. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of kids without Wi-Fi, but it's like I've been kind of dealing with this for the last few years because, again, I know the incentive for a lot of these kids is that they have Wi-Fi at, yeah. at this place and go to, or even access to laptops. So it's just dude. Weird. So speaking of like this whole like school from home stuff, right? This virtual learning. So the other day, my son comes out of his room. Um, so I have like my, my sons are I have three boys and and they're in all in different rooms, right? Doing doing their schoolwork. This dude comes out and he goes, he's like, Oh, I guess I don't do any work. My teacher's asleep. <laughs> <You're> t- <laughs> and I'm like She just falls asleep in middle class. And I'm like, What? You know, go back to the class. I'm thinking he's messing around. He goes, No, 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 I'm serious. She's asleep. And I go, well, why don't one of you guys say something? And then he and then he goes, No, she always falls asleep. <laughs> and so here I'm thinking, like, oh, maybe she's in like this, maybe she's in like this, um, you know, she's in a room by herself and then everybody's on the screen. You know, maybe she had a long night. Like, who knows? Right? I don't know what these folks have going on. The space is out for a minute, no, a lot of stress. No. no. Uh, he goes, Nope. I've had her before. And he goes, one time I go up to her desk and I go, Miss So and so. 
here's my, you know, here's my homework. And she just, like, and falls asleep, just, like falls asleep. Like mid, does she fall <laughs> or just midair? Falls she's in a chair. Go, oh, she's in a chair. She's in a chair and she just falls out. Mm. And then, so he stays there and he, and I'm like, are you serious? And he goes, and then she, she comes too. And she's like, huh? and, then he, <laughs> and then he goes, wait, what? He goes, Mrs. So, Mrs. So, so I got my, my, and then she, hmm. <laughs> she falls asleep. Okay. And then he goes, so I'm like, so what are you, and at this point I'm laughing, right? And they're I'm overworked, going, man. And I'm going, so what are your other classmates doing? And he's like, oh, they're, you know, they're laughing. Wakes up for the third time. And he's like, Mrs. So-and-so, I got my paper right. He yells at her to keep her awake. <laughs> so she got a night gig? Like, what's going on? No, man. Um, apparently, it's been going on. He's had her before in, you know, in previous years. I guess she has, like, narcolepsy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all you people with narcolepsy. Yo, this is why your kid thinks, <laughs> discovered America. <laughs> Like when was dude, and that's what I'm thinking about. I'm going, if that shit would have happened when I was in school, the moment the teacher would fall asleep, we would have all ran out. How you know how much fun you could have with it? You just leave the classroom and then you guys all just watch to the window to oh. see. You leave the classroom and you put just you black it. out the windows. You be- <laughs> <laughs> make it not <laughs> You can have so much See, fun with this. Oh, oh my, my God, God, bro. Yo, okay. <laughs> dude, so, dude, and, and now I don't, you know, I wish I, I don't know anyone that, that has that condition, but I wonder, like, do you drive? And then I'm going to say no, but. Right? Like, and maybe, and then if, if you do, like, is there a mechanism in the car to keep you awake? Like, like, <laughs> does, it, does it like shock you or something? Or does it turn off? You know how yeah, the, wh- you know, like, like, uh, like, like the self driving vehicle or like the lane departure thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, the, Tesla, there's an opera, there's a market here for narcoleptics. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, like this, the, I, I, I did see this before on, um, I think it was, I don't know, it was 2020 or whatever, but they were, they were, um, reviewing like, GM is Cadillac. Cadillac has a one of their top of the line models has the self driving. I'm gonna say pass, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's personal. That's personal. So go ahead, go ahead. But they um, so one of the, they have the self driving thing, and I think Tesla does too. Actually, I know they do. Um, but anyway, in this in this example, it was like you're supposed to keep your hands on the wheel and keep your eyes on the road. So you can't be like hands on the wheel and then be like looking over to your right and talking to people or looking in the back seat yelling at your kids, right? Okay. Like it warns you. It sort of so it it senses your eyes and it senses that you're actually holding on. I think it's holding yeah, on to the, the steering wheel, steering wheel, wheel. right? Yep, yep, yep. Because yep. my car does that. Um, the newer version of my car does that, where if it has like the the, the lane kind of assist right. where it'll keep the car in the lane if you're on the highway. Um, but the minute I take it off or I don't grip it hard enough, it'll blink and it'll shut off the cruise control. Okay. And it'll force well, you to grab it. Well, this one, and I, and, and I can't, you know what? I can't remember. I know it definitely looks, looks at your eyes because it wants to make sure that you're not sleeping. So it does look at your eyes. I can't remember if you have to keep your, your hands on the steering wheel because maybe that would defeat the purpose of the whole self-driving thing. I think it's supposed to like 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 it's supposed to be purely self driving. Well, Tesla's now doing the purely self driving, right? Not the autopilot, like pure. No, pure like self driving. You can subscribe to it now or soon, like before the end of this year. Okay, 
So if you fall asleep, um, it'll warn you a few times and then the car will actually decelerate and come to a stop. So I'm wondering, like, does it like does that like the, do you have a car like that or do you have a car with those kind of features if you're narcoleptic or do you just not drive? You, I guess you just want to drive. Do you, you imagine you wake up in the middle of I-95. <laughs> His car flying by you, you fell asleep, and the car just said, nah. <laughs> it stops here. <laughs> and oh, yeah, I don't, well, you figure, like, I guess in this day and age, you could have a self driving car or it's going to get to that. But we didn't have this, you know, a couple years yeah, ago. Like, so if what? you're narcoleptic, I'm going to assume you can't drive, man. Listen, if any of you have the condition and listen to the show, Please hit us up. Yo, hit us up. That's got to be... At the Carbon Footprint Podcast on IG. Yep. Please hit us up. Leave us a comment. I'm not trying to be mean. It is... Not at all. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. I'm too. legit curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it some is, of them laugh. Yeah, yeah. It is. It, it is a, it's, it's a little funny. I, it has me, has me thinking about like that movie, Deuce Bigelow. Remember he goes... <laughs> I mean, he dates the girl and they go bowling. She throws the ball and she's like... It's freaking sails across the lane. <laughs> Can you? I'm just trying to think of like everyday tasks as a narcoleptic. Like that's got to be. Like, I'm sure it's frustrating uh, if you have this. And, and oh my it's gosh, be it has to be. But or is it? Like, do you even know? Do you just wake up like, oh man, I feel revived. <laughs> <laughs> like I, that was refreshing. You just take naps. All you day. just take naps all just day. Like, naps is, all is, day. is that awesome? Like, is that awesome? like? <laughs> I'm legit curious. Hit us up. Like, does it suck? Is it awesome? What happens if you go on a date for the first time? And you just, do you tell the person, like, hey, by the way, if I fall asleep, it's not you? <laughs> like, do you forewarn them? And then as a teacher, do you tell the kids, like, like first day of school? Like, hey, kids. You would have to, right? I would assume, dude, because but you I don't, don't want that to be so, a surprise. I, don't, I mean, I don't remember. Well, you know what? I didn't ask the question directly. Um, but I but feel like he would have known, right? Like, oh, yeah, let's wait it out because she's, she's having one of her I think episodes. they just know because it happens often enough, right? So I that, like, that they know. Nah, I, I have to ask them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say shit because I just like to fuck with people. So I probably wouldn't say nothing. I just fall asleep. And you know what? I wouldn't even acknowledge it when I woke up. I just keep it moving. I'd be like, where's your paper? I vividly remember before I spaced out that you were handing me paper. Like, I gave I gave it to you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You got an F. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> you got Yo, man. <laughs> oh my god. NBA this week, man. Oof. We had one of the biggest chokes, collapses oh. in sports history happen in the bubble. The Clippers up 3-1 and they lose to the Denver Nuggets in game 7. And dude, I was By look, a lot. Dude, yeah, only wasn't even close. Seven. Wasn't yeah. even close. Looking at that team, ooh. If you guys heard the beep, there's our camera. We so, still we still don't got this shit right. We still haven't figured that out. I, we've had a couple offers though. People want to be our Jamie, like Joe Rogan has a Jamie. Oh yeah, yeah, we need one. Pick up, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we, we, we had a couple offers out there. We got to look through the resumes. We got a couple, <laughs> off, couple, couple people volunteering. Listen, we only paying with alcohol, so yeah, exactly. But I think that was okay with some of the <laughs> some of the apps we have. The application Dude, they were okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. They go like, let me see. I get out of the house for a few hours and get. Get a uh, get some, like yo, we can Google shit and y'all talk about it. I'll drink with you guys and I'll handle the camera. I'm like, that might not be a bad idea. We might need to do that. We need to do that, dude. So I went looking down like their squad, that Clippers squad, like from the coach 
to the bench is like full of talent. Like there's if, if you're on that team and you don't win, you're going like what better chance did you have other than you go, eh, I'll take less talent and be on a team with LeBron? Like, I don't know. I I don't think they had a legit number two. That's just me. Um And I see where you come with that, but yeah. but on paper they should have been Paul George is yes, on paper is a legit two. But Kawhi didn't really show Kawhi's up. Kawhi's a number two, bro. That's the legit number two. They don't have a one. And that is a that that's a it's a good point, but not a not a point that most folks would look at share. What, yeah, but look what happened to Toronto. Toronto went to Game Seven, one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals with without it. pretty much the exact same team minus Kawhi. Right, so Kawhi was the thing that got him over the hump, I would argue, but he's not going to carry a team on his own. Like you know, people will be like, oh, he got a championship with the Spurs. He averaged like 10 points a game with the Spurs, right? That team was Duncan. That team was Ginobili. That team was Parker, right? He just happened to be on that team. Yeah. He wasn't like a, a an integral part of that team, right? And this is not to discredit. Kawhi is an awesome basketball player, but I don't think he's a one. And I think it was disrespectful that people were comparing him to like a Jordan or a LeBron James. It's like you have two titles, man. Relax. And then one of them you won essentially as like a fourth option. And then... Again, the Toronto team displayed that it wasn't just Kawhi. That Toronto team has probably the most underrated coach, I would say, in the NBA. Yeah, that guy's really good. And that lineup is amazing. That lineup is great, and it showed it. Dude, Van Vliet, who was like an unknown, right? Siakam, who, again, none of those guys are ones, or even, I would argue, twos. But you put them all together, because Kyle Lowry couldn't hit a meaningful shot to save his life pre it's almost like the title or that run last year, I think, gave Kyle Lowry the, the boost. Like, okay, it's not so bad. I got there. Like, there's this there's this thing that these guys kind of got to get over the hump, right? Like LeBron for years couldn't get over that hump. Um, you're seeing it right now with the the quote-unquote MVP and Giannis um, that it's – you can – listen, when you're playing the Orlando Magic in a regular season and you put up 40 and grab 20 rebounds and, and it's nice to be up. And, but when you play, you know, you're going to put up numbers then. Go show me what you can do in the playoffs when games matter. Right and and Giannis, I think hasn't been impressive in those games. Now, I think he'll get there. No, I was surprised. And was was he unanimous? He was. I think LeBron got sixteen. Um, but out of for, what, like out of a hundred and something? something, yeah. So I mean, it was pretty heavy lean towards Giannis. Which again, and I think we've had this conversation forever. I think that award it's either labeled incorrectly, right, Be- or. I, I don't know, man. I always, when you give these writers and stuff the ability to vote on this, I don't, and again, these are basketball experts, quote unquote, but, I, and a lot of journalists who vote on this, but I don't understand how, if the award is most valuable player, how is this year LeBron not more valuable than Giannis to his team? And then. But you could pretty much argue that throughout LeBron's tenure in the NBA. Oh, dude, LeBron, and I made this argument when Peyton was in the league in, in the NFL. LeBron is the most valuable player in the NBA. Without, like he's the only player that I've seen that will literally shift the power in a conference yeah. when he moves, right? Like LeBron leaves Cleveland and they get the first pick in the draft. Uh, <laughs> like and right, that's true. Yeah, that's true, and yeah. and so like and people would argue all the time that he had you know Wade and uh, or that he had Kyrie or that he had Love or that he had Bosh or other stuff. Okay, Wade couldn't make the playoffs in the East when it was just his team in Miami. LeBron goes there and you're automatically in the finals, right? LeBron leaves and they barely make the eighth seed. 
with Wade and with Bosch, and I know Bosch had health issues and all that, but they barely make it as an eighth seed in the East this week. LeBron then goes to Cleveland that was a lottery winner in the last year or two and takes them to the finals. Like, he literally shifts your team that much. Giannis isn't shifting the team from, from like, he isn't carrying the team by himself, right? Like, if you put Giannis on the Magic tomorrow, they make it to the second round of the playoffs and then it get bounced. That's it. That's all he does. Maybe. Um, maybe. maybe. Kawhi, right, didn't matter to the Clippers. They couldn't even make it to the Western Conference Finals, and they were the finals favorite. Um, the Heat, again, Dwayne Wade got a chance to carry that team. Dwayne Wade didn't win without LeBron, only when he had Shaq. And then after that, Wade didn't do anything meaningful with that Miami team when he was the guy carrying it. And Kyrie couldn't make the playoffs in the East when it was just him and Cleveland. Like, he's never had a legitimate, I would say even two, but and he's never had an elite coach ever. So I, I, to me, the the fact that so he is without a shadow of a doubt the most valuable player in the NBA, and I think it was insulting. And I saw him get heated, and I'm glad he kind of was. Outwardly. Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, because it's like, and how do you not count? It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Dude. Yeah. Like, how do you make Giannis? Like I hate that. Like the fact that James Harden has even won it. Again, you take James Harden out of Houston, and they're exactly where they are now, second round of the playoffs. Like, like. It, you take listen. Uh, OKC got better without Russell Westbrook, and Russell Westbrook has won MVP. Like, how are you valuable? So I get that he put up the triple doubles, but that doesn't make you valuable, right, to that team if you don't make it to the playoffs and make it deep and make a run, right? Like uh, that just makes you like the player with the most stats or the most outstanding player on a right. team or whatever. That like, like you said, maybe rename maybe award. it's mislabeled. Yeah, I just yeah that word always pisses me off because I think guys get it who are the sexy pick. Like I understand why people like Westbrook. I understand why people like Harden. I understand why people like Curry. I understand uh, uh, all these things. Giannis. Um, I just think if you're going to look at it and label it as, as the most valuable, then you have to look at what you added, how you changed that team. And to me, LeBron changes team dramatically. LeBron changes an economy. You see what happened in Cleveland when LeBron left? Like it literally shifted the economy of a city. So I, yeah, I just, it's, it's like an insulting award. I think at this point, I don't even pay it any money because it, to me, it's meaningless. It's always going to be the, okay, who put up the most stats this year? Like that's, that's what you're incentivized by. You're incentivized to just grab, you know, a shit ton of boards, put up a bunch of shots, try to get like, it just doesn't mean anything. I think at this point, I mean, I, I could totally understand that, that, that he feels disrespected. I don't, and I don't blame him. Um, Get the ring, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I wouldn't care either. If I'm him, I go, eh, I'll, I'll take the fourth title, which yeah. he'll probably get. Um, but, yeah, and, 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 you know, people will critique him if he gets his fourth title. And I, I would argue it's a harder title to get, but would would have been this quarantine title. But the um, – so the, there's, they're always – and to me, I go, this just goes, I think, subconsciously. People acknowledge LeBron's greatness by the fact that they don't – like, no one's up in arms about Kawhi, right? Because the expectation subconsciously isn't there. Right. But had this happened to LeBron, oh, this would have yeah, been a yeah. week oh, that of been. Sports Center yep. specials. It'd have been a thirty for thirty. He's like two days a, later. It's over. It's over. LeBron's over. His over. Yeah, yep. yeah, his career's over. LeBron's yep. on the downside. Da, 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 da. I go to me that just tells me that like uh, Poor as, guy, as much as they're a, a LeBron <laughs> hate, right? There's an expectation of LeBron that we have subconsciously that maybe Absolutely. we don't acknowledge, right? That's yep. it's not the same as Absolutely. everybody else. So, dude, this thing got me thinking, and I was like, you know, like it's big time choke, right? As so I started thinking about all of like the major chokes that that I could remember, right? And like the like one of the first ones to come to mind um, back in like the early 90s was that that Houston Oiler team, which eventually became your Tennessee Titans. Why you got to bring that up? Because <laughs> I don't, you know why? Because, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. 
So back then. I know then, exactly what you're going to bring up. <laughs> it was Buddy Ryan was the coach who was the defensive coordinator. Oh, that wine is gone. It's gone. <laughs> and lick the bottom. Yeah, you want me to uh, pour some? No, no, no. We'll open another bottle. <laughs> no, man. So Buddy Ryan was the coach for that, that Oiler team, and they were sick. And they go into the playoffs. And, and I remember being at working at that place of business at the time and telling my coworkers, like, these guys are going to crush everybody they go through. And they go into playoffs and they're up. They're up. I think it's like it's like 28 to 3 at the at, I don't know at the, at the half, but they, they're definitely up at it is it is at the half. Mm-hmm. And I literally left my house because I go, I wanted to go do something. And I left, and I came back, and they lost. That was with the Frank Wright um, Buffalo Bills, right? It came back, beat them. And then I'm like, okay, so what, what, what are some of the other ones, man? So, and Frank Wright got put in. Oh, yeah. He got he put in. The starter. He wasn't the starter. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> wasn't even. the starter. So, no, I think he was the starter for that game. But not, I mean, But he wasn't, that, no, no, he no, was, not, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. He was the backup. He was the backup. Yeah, yep, he was yep, yep, yep. the backup. Um, 07 Patriots have to be. You know the the sixteen and zero team, that has to be like ultimate. You think it's a choke? Hell yeah! yeah. You know what? I don't think it. Maybe maybe not so much a choke. I guess there, expectation there was some, wise, it didn't. Yeah. There was there there was some like immaculate, you know, receptions. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In that game where you go like, oh my god! Like I remember watching that game, and then a couple of things happen, and, and you go, yo, the Giants are supposed to win. Like, like I never thought, like you know, sort of like, uh, um, you know, how, how how things are sort of are maybe supposed to happen. Yeah, not yeah. supposed to happen, right? Because you go, no one should have beaten them. No, there the was some weird they things were. that transpired in that game where you. That's went, what I'm saying. What? It's yeah. like, like matter of fact, that that one play was kind of like it was a series of it's a series weird, of weird yeah. stuff, right? But that that one play where Eli almost gets sacked. Throws that a bomb pretty much, right? To no, I mean to like to nobody. coverage. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy catches it against his helmet with the other guy draped on him. Like, if you're a Giants fan or or, or a Patriots fan, you know the names. I don't remember the names, but I remember David Tyree. I remember when that that play, I was like, "Yo, these guys are supposed to win." Like, there's there's something else going that's, on. That's here. the one too where Asante Samuel dropped dropped an interception that went right yes. through his hands, and Asante Samuel, who at the time he was never, one of the best corners, yep, uh, or safeties, and yeah, uh, he's, like, he's, like, he he's, like, he's like a wide receiver turn, turn yeah. corner, and you know? went to UCF, right? So we got to see a lot of him. He was as clutch as clutch can get, yeah. and yeah, he missed inexplicably missed the ball. Dude, another one's going that's going to hurt your heart. The 04 Yankees, dude, they're up. <sighs> Three nothing. I don't even want to talk about this one, man. Against the Sox, man. You have to, uh, man. Because you know what? I worked with a guy like like he was a Boston Red Sox fan. I remember him coming in after the three, after they went up three zero, and he and and when I walk in, he's like, "Shut up, shut up." I know, like it's over. And 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 I remember um, Gary Sheffield goes on it like an interview, and he's like, "These guys don't have any heart," uh, and I'm like, "Dude, shut up." You know, like, all I want to do is just, let's just finish the sweep and move on. And then those guys come back, man. My chest hurts just thinking about that. See, I talk so much shit. And you know me, I can be relentless. I talk so much shit about that team to every Red Sox fan I knew. 
And then it was like after one game, it's like, eh, it's yeah, one like, game. Whatever, one yeah, game. Like, yep. whatever. And then, you figured they were going to win one. Yeah. And then after the second one, I remember getting a little nervous, like, oh, damn. Like, like this one more, and this turns into like, a, you know, once you get to a game seven, anything can happen. It doesn't matter what happened in the prior games. Oh, what, what else? What, what, how else you want to break my heart here today? Um, <laughs> the magic. 95 magic. The oh. Nick, Nick, Nick Anderson, four free throws. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I put some thought into this. Yeah, man. man. I was like, because that was a big one for me too, right? It's, it's always the ones that you go like cause. And I, I think we're like this with, with with everything, right? The ones that are like emotional are the ones that stick with you. Yeah, I'm sure if you talk to ten other people, they'll have they'll have like yeah, they'll have different ones different probably around there. Like, like I would go Buffalo losing three Super Bowls in a row, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you weren't a Buffalo fan, right? No, no, no. But I mean, as far as uh, uh like. Like you said, choke jobs or like teams yeah. that underachieved, right? Yeah, or, and back then, the same thing with the the Broncos were losing. Yeah, which is like all but forgotten, right? Because Elway ends got up two. getting the two at the end. Do you do you consider it like a an underachieving or a choke team? If you're so like like that Buffalo team, for example, they they went to three Super Bowls in a row, which is more than most teams can say, but they never won it. Do you discredit the greatness though of those teams? I think that there's you don't discredit the greatness. I think that there's always a but, right? When you talk about, oh, yeah, like the Jim Kelly and Andre Reed and who's a defensive guy that I can't, I can see his face. I can't think of his name. Um, but they had some, some you know, Hall of Famers on, on those squads. Yeah. And, um, and, and you just go, yeah, but. Yeah. Because I, I think about that a lot. Like when people make the argument uh, against either um, LeBron or Brady. Where LeBron's three and six or something like that in the finals. Like he's lost, I think, six finals. And you go, yeah, but do you discredit the fact that he made it there nine times by himself? Because he was was sitting there with like me. Like you and I might as well have been his teammates, right? And then Brady, like we never – Brady lost, what, three Super Bowls? Yeah, but Brady pretty much went to Super Bowl like every other year. Yeah, and he's like six and three in them, right? And we never go, but he lost three. No, but we just go, he has Because he won. Yeah. No, but I'm saying That's like with why. LeBron, you go, he's got three, uh, but he lost six. And we'll go, Jordan never lost six. I'll go, LeBron never got bounced in the first round. But that's why, Like, dude. that's, the, the, you know what I mean? Like, Jordan's been yes. bounced in the first round. It's the, like, always my comeback to that. But I go, like, you can't go tit for tat because if we're going to do that, then Bill Russell's the greatest player of all time. Like, if you're going to go strictly on titles, right? Like, you go, Bill Russell has 11, the conversation's over, or 10, or whatever he has. Like, conversation's over. Like, it, it's not worth going into that. Like, but... I I think there is something to be said for getting there and then the recognition that it's really hard to get over that hump, man. Like, it's so hard that this Buffalo team, three years in a row, for whatever reason, just couldn't pull it off. And they lost to Giants. They Mm -hmm. lost to... The the Redskins, uh, led by... uh, Was it the Redskins? The one with um, Doug Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. right. I that, forgot that was that one where you go that. like, "Oh, Doug Williams is in there." Like, no way. Like, this is Buffalo's That's time. Like, right. they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna scrape them. It was Joe Gibbs's team. Was it Joe Gibbs's yeah. team? And then they did. The Green Bay beat them. Was it Favre's first Super Bowl? No, was that against the Buffalo. No, Favre beat. Who the hell did Favre beat? Patriots. And he beat Denver once. No, he lost to Denver. He only won one. I thought Favre won two in a row. Nope. He went to two in a row. Oh, I thought he won back to back. No, no, no. He he lost to Elway's Broncos. He lost to the Elway Broncos, yeah. uh, and then and then the Broncos beat um, who they beat for his last one was it San Fran? 
they beat somebody for that the one that sent away off into the sunset kind of thing yeah no, like, i don't I remember who the hell it was now but yeah the other two that i had on my list was atlanta falcons blowing the lead which they're still which one they're still <laughs> they're still blowing leads um but blowing the lead to the patriots and then um the warriors being up 3-1 three, one three, one. against against yeah. against LeBron which which actually for LeBron's legacy that 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 was huge for LeBron's legacy right for him to get that one against that team in that manner in Cleveland yeah like man. that that was that that that's probably like one of those all-time sports moments and that's another one man i would think like look what lebron did because that was the series that love was hurt and Kyrie didn't play right no 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 Kyrie played that, that was the ones that Kyrie was big but love was hurt oh that's right Kyrie hit those clutch but love was hurt and then lebron comes back that's the one with the with the block where he chases down Iguodala. yeah that, that kind of, probably shifted the series it was like it's one of those plays i think that will go down in lebron's career it's like the highlight real love you oh know. absolutely yeah, yeah, man, I was thinking, as you were rattling off, I was trying to think of biggest chokes that I can remember, and two of them come to mind, and oddly enough, they're both in boxing. So, uh, Buster Douglas beating say Tyson, Mike yeah. Tyson, right? And um, Anthony Joshua, he was, man. He was emotional. Lose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Tyson was such a... And I and it's cool to hear him talk now, like when he's on podcasts or, or he's in interviews, because he's so he's such an open book about stuff, and it, and he's exactly Yo, he does not care. Like, no. like what he says now, it's he does not care. And he'll tell you, he goes like, "Listen, man, at that time, I'm on top of the world. I barely trained for this guy. I'm like with with a bunch of like, I think the fight was in Japan, and he's like, I've got like a room full of Japanese prostitutes. I'm like, <laughs> like he just goes in on this whole thing, and you're like, okay, yeah, uh, like like it it, it like." For I think for someone at that time, like to to admit, I think like, hey, listen, the fame and the thing got to my head. The fact that I'm like annihilating guys got to my head like that. Like you know, a lot of times guys try to downplay that. I'm like to see Tyson come out now and go like, dude, I ha- I was doing so much stupid stuff. He goes, some of it that I got away with, but then obviously that one cost him yeah. that fight against Buster Douglas. And the other one to me is Andy Ruiz beating uh, Joshua that that first. Um, the first go round, not the rematch, but the first time that he beat, I remember being legitimately. Now I knew Ruiz could box, but I remember like watching that, being shocked. Like everyone in my house was sleeping, and I wanted to wake people up, and no one would know what I was talking about. But I'm like, you guys don't understand what just happened. Like I'm yelling, you know. It's like, like that one was something that I was not expecting to happen. Ruiz beating Joshua, and I was saying like, the Tyson Buster Douglas thing was Tyson was such a. I remember watching Tyson as a kid do the ring walk and being scared, like feeling like getting butterflies going, oh, my God, he's about to kill this guy. Like it almost felt like an execution every right, time. Right. Like Tyson, like, man, if and I'm sure like some of our. And then our, he got I think by the time you were watching, he was nuts. He was crazy, dude. This was post prison. This is post-prison that's what I'm saying. Tyson, so like if yeah. you so like I remember the Tyson before that who wasn't so nuts it was was a beast in the in 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 the boxing ring obviously right but wasn't the guy talking trash telling telling the reporters i'm gonna whatever he yeah, used to say he, man. Yeah, i mean it, google it yeah you guys google know. it yeah, exactly yes. <laughs> um so he like, told lennox lewis he was yeah, gonna eat, eat his, his children. kids right. <laughs> so like that that's the post prison Tyson's and that's the one like you said when as you were growing up right that's the one you remember the yes. most I remember always thinking why would anyone do this like I go how much money is enough money to get in the ring I legitimately feeling like 
this guy's about to get murdered. Like Tyson had this ferocity, like this. Like he walked to the ring and you just went, oh my. And and you remember he he didn't do the whole like crazy uh uh like entrance like you know a lot of guys do this like crazy big no, entrance. He no. just did his music. Yep. Sometimes he came out in just straight shorts <laughs> and just walked out there like. He just looked like he didn't care whether or not you lived or died. Like it was, he was different, man. Tyson pay per views are so different. It was such a spectacle that even as a kid, I can remember um, just watching them and they all lasted 15 seconds and me just going like, oh my God, like cringing when he would land those knockout blows yeah. against guys. Like, oh. All right, man. Yeah, how we doing on time? Uh, we're like just at an hour, just over an hour, man. Oh, that's yeah. good. Listen, we hit the thing, man. Listen, I, I while we're on sports, uh, did did you watch any of the Eagles game? Um, no. Why would I? Listen, because football. I watch. I'm a degenerate. I watch it all. Um, listen, they. Um, so you know, there's no fans right now, and they're they're like well, piping and only crowd in. It's only in certain like um Texas and Dallas they had fans. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Right. K, the, the KC, KC, KC had game had fans, so yeah. that they are select. Um, arenas, I think Miami is going to have fans. Oh, yeah. Jacksonville had fans, too. Yep. It's Florida. We don't care. We're just like, let's, <laughs> let's rock. But they don't have fans in Philly yet. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, they're piping in the crowd noise. Oh, man. Are they fucking that up? Listen. <laughs> in the most Philly of Philly things, the guy piping in the crowd noise has to be from Philadelphia. Because uh, during the Eagles game. Carson, they, they're up big, right? They, they go to get off to a good start. And then Carson Wentz starts to play like shit. And he throws a pick. And the crowd noise guy throws in booze. <laughs> <laughs> I could not stop <laughs> laughing. Watching the thing. I'm like, yo, are they booing? And then, so initially I'm going, oh, these fucking Philadelphia people, right? Like, And then they pan out and the arena is empty there. or the stadium is empty. And I'm like, oh my God, they piped in booze. <laughs> How do you pipe in booze, bro? Oh my, never changed Philly. And whoever did that, yo, shout out to you. I'm so perfectly and it was and it was a philadelphia boo like only philadelphia could do like it was just people full of cheesesteak and pepsi it just it was like it just had the oomph to it oh it was so great man uh it, yeah i've seen some of the i've seen some some of the uh stadiums that don't have anybody in where they're piping in sound yeah and and they're off <laughs> you know like they're late yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, like, like just like they, yeah, they're, they're not doing they're doing a good job. So I know that was in week one and in week two it seemed to be a little bit better, but that is probably the most genius of them all. Yeah, it's like watching a, a, a poor uh kung fu film from back in the day, right? Where you the the <laughs> the, the sound comes in really late. Oh my god. But it was I was watching that and I just couldn't stop laughing because we were talking about Philly the other day about the guy catching the babies and he brought it up. And I just thought, like, of course you would pipe in booze <laughs> <laughs> against your own. They're the home against team. The home and team. <laughs> it was so great. Did they lose again? Uh didn't did, they lose again? Did who oh I'm gonna get this wrong, man. Uh Google it. Yeah, let me let's look it up because I don't want to get look it, it up, wrong. man. In the meantime, dude, and I don't want to get into the Heat versus Celtics, but that's an amazing series. I just want to tell you that Jimmy Butler looks like my dad. <laughs> 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 and he really doesn't look like my dad, but like the hair and the scruffy ass beard. Give a fuck, bro. Like and like I always look at it and go like Fuck, they, lo they, they lost right yeah dude the the, the Washington football team is 2-0 <laughs> <laughs> I 
Is that what they played? That's what yep. they played? No, but then they no, played no, them no, the no, first wait. week. I'm wrong. That's right. That was week. That they was... lost to the Rams. I'm sorry. That's they it, lost yeah. to the Rams. I thought I was going to say. I thought they lost. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The Washington football team lost yesterday. You're right. They um they lost to the Rams yesterday. It's a whole different team. Yeah. So listen, my 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 father died <laughs> when I was in my probably my mid twenties. <laughs> Jimmy Puff. So you know, anytime I get a chance to be reminded of him, I appreciate it. Jimmy Butler, shout out to you. Keep being scruffy. And just keep forgetting that you're a millionaire. Yeah. My favorite Jimmy Butler story of the of the bubble is the fact that he sells coffee. What? Have you heard this? No. Oh, you gotta look it up. It's fantastic. So he uh he goes, the the coffee in the bubble's trash. So he has imported in like his own <laughs> coffee. Yeah. And the most Jimmy Butler of Jimmy Butler things. He's imported in his own coffee. And then he has like a board outside of his room of the sizes and the type of coffee he's selling. <laughs> the most hilarious part is the small, medium, and large are the same price. <laughs> And he's making a killing. Guess how much he charges for the cup of coffee? How much? 20 bucks. Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's NBA guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter. So he's charging 20 bucks and he goes like, and they were asking him like, is he giving like freebies or like discount breaks? And he goes, hell no. These guys can afford it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's legitimately selling. He's got a side hustle in the book. (laughs) Is it like a brand that he's invested in or what? I don't know. That's a good question. They've they've said it. He's probably bringing in like Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Just that K cup and probably just the, with the K cup they just leave in your room with that shitty coffee. Oh my god! Yeah, it was, I was like, when I saw that story, I'm like, that's like the most Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler things. Because there's all these guys that are like, uh, 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 I think like like McCullum and stuff from the um, the Blazers, and I know LeBron's a big wine guy, and so they are all bringing in their own wines, and they're saying okay. that they had like like McCullum turned his room into a cellar. Like they're saying his like people refused to go to his room because it was freezing. Said he had his room in like the fifties because he was trying to he was literally storing his bottles of wine in his room like he had hundreds of them and so like oh it turned God. into like an event every night every day with the guys would all go out to dinner and he would bust out like a new bottle of whatever he's into um which is kind of cool and i think he has his own wine too that i think he's working on um so it was neat and then they go like jimmy butler selling coffee <laughs> <laughs> dude i just looked at him and i'm and i was like man they don't have no barbers in the you know in the bubble they can't chip your beard up. You can't trim. Like, he just looked like he, they, they got him off the street. He looks like that mechanic we all knew that, <laughs> that always had the cigarette sticking on his lips. <laughs> like, we talk about cover I fix that thing. Me $20 in a six pack. I'll get that cover ready. Right <laughs> Yo, no shit. I used to have a guy like that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, bro. I used to take, like, get, like, brakes done or whatever. I would go, like, to the, like, the auto parts store, <laughs> grab the brakes. And then bring this guy like a twelve pack of Corona, and and his I would bring it in, and his whole shop would be like, yo, because <laughs> it would be like on a Friday or a Saturday, and then these dudes would do my breaks literally for like twenty bucks. They would change my breaks, and then they and then, and then they drink, and I would and I would bring it like towards the end of the day, so they knew that like, this is the last thing we're gonna do. We're gonna change these breaks. It's gonna take us about five minutes. Yeah. And then we're going to start drinking. Was it in Kissimmee? Absolutely. Oh, dude, I had a guy in Kissimmee that would do that. I mean, he'd be like, he, he'll change my spark plugs. And he'd be like, ah, uh, just give me like 20 bucks. Bring, you know what, man? Bring me a case of Coronas. <laughs> Bro, and the first time he told me, I was like, wait, what? He goes, like, yeah, like $20. And then a case of Corona. <laughs> I was like, that's real specific. He said a case. And I would bring him a case of Corona. He changed my spark plugs and yeah. stuff all the time. It's a love it. And it was in Kissimmee. 
I think this it might dude, be the same guy. The only time this dude ever charged me for something was he redid, he redid an entire engine for my car. Uh, and obviously he charged me on that. But I remember he like he would just tell me, bring parts. And then like it would always be something super cheap. And then a case of Corona. Yeah, that's it. Like, without fail. I'm like, <laughs> well, this, this guy, guy never did it. I, I I did it like at first just because, you know, he, I would be like, oh, how much? And he goes, eh, give me 20 bucks. And I was like, really, man? Like, how do you make Hondo, money off that? Honda was going to charge me a buck fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just felt bad and I was like, ah, I'm sure they like Corona. Let me just get some Corona. And then that shit went off like like a party. So from then on, every time I would just bring a, like like a 12 pack of Corona. Then he had like it was like him and like two guys in a shop. Uh, yeah. So you How bring like a twelve pack, they're good to go. I wonder. I, I mean, maybe you gouge some people. You don't. Other. I just got. I've I've had some work done recently, and and some of these places now. Nah, I wish they would take a case. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can I put something on it? <laughs> Yo, oh tell them where they can find man. us. Yo, uh, listen, man. We're on uh, Instagram at the Carbon Footprint. Uh, YouTube channel, the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Amazon. So if you got an Alexa, go ahead and hit that up and just tell it to play the Carbon Footprint Podcast and she'll listen. Uh, listen, I don't know what we're not on. We're Apple. We're Google. Yeah, what are we not on? We're yeah, we're on some apps in India. Shout out India. You guys have been going. Absolutely. In. Listen, um, we only got about a hundred listens from y'all in India, but we noticed about one point three billion of you guys yeah. over there. So tell your friends. Tell your friends. Pass it on. <laughs> Listen, maybe one day we'll record a podcast out of Chennai or Mumbai or Absolutely. Delhi or some. Who knows, man? Uh, but uh, yeah, shout out to India, Sweden too, for whatever reason. Uh, people listening in Sweden, so shout out to Sweden. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, of course, but of course, shout out to to our folks in Florida. Yeah, um, and also in New York. That's where we get our most of our listeners yep. from. Oh, so. by far. So we love you guys, and and of course, keep hitting us up on Instagram at the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Um, love to hear from you. Yeah, and if you guys ever want to find out why I get shot or punched in the face, follow me on Twitter at Juan on Stage, because uh, I probably say a lot of stuff in there I'm not supposed to. <laughs> but uh, thank right. you guys, and so this will be back to back episodes. We're gonna be dropping two because the last week one was thing. So by the time you guys listen to this, hopefully you've heard uh, episode 19. So 19, 20, back to back. Awesome. Cool. Peace. Peace. <laughs>